Here yeah. we go. We started. Let's go. Let's just jump right in. Sounds How are you? Good. How are you tonight? I'm tired. It's yeah. been a long day. It's been a long week, but yeah. all good. This is fun. Busy as hell. Yeah. Tough time of year. Yeah. But you're in the you're in your you're in your uh you're in your happy place, your black basement there, right? I am. I'm in the black office in the basement. And I'm That's looking cool. at my backyard. It's totally my happy place. There you go. That's awesome. That's beautiful, bro. Awesome, yeah. man. All right, good deal. Well, this is this is perfect, right? To like yep. get with the godfather of it all, the guy who started it all. So um, so here we are, Roster Wars World Tour, episode three. Jump Dude, in. I'm loving, I'm loving the show, man. It's so good. Oh, that's awesome. I'm having a blast doing it, man. I'm I'm happy that uh the people are digging it. So uh yeah, yeah it's kind of exactly what I was hoping for. So just want to keep it rolling, man. Keep it going. Right. So yeah. That's awesome. So all right, so let's jump in. We're in uh we're in Andover, Minnesota, yeah. We are. All right, yep. tell me about Andover, Minnesota. Like, what's the calling card? Like, what's it like there? For like people, I know some people have been there for the Midwest meetup and whatnot. But for people yeah. who haven't been there, what's it like there? I don't know. It's just suburbia. I mean, for people that live around here, we get teased as the Dinah of the North, which doesn't mean shit to anybody at Roster Wars. But <laughs> um, Edina is kind of a richy richish neighborhood. So when they call Andover the Edina of the North, it kind of says that too. But um, yeah. don't get me wrong. I'm not richy rich. But if you spit in any direction from my house, you're hitting half million dollar houses and more. Yeah. So. Okay. You know, it, it it doesn't it does have that vibe, but uh, doesn't mean we're all there. Um, right. Otherwise, it's suburbia. You know, I'm I'm with the fire department, obviously. And one thing that's kind of unique about this area is that we don't have any um, freeways that go through our town, which huh. is kind of unusual because when you drive around, there's plenty of freeways, but we're just outside of that area, so. Although now that I think about it, I suppose like there's there's technically not like a highway that goes right through Marshville where I'm at. Yeah. And yeah, like it's like in Pembroke and Duxbury, like it's like exactly right. It just ha doesn't right. happen to go right through our town, but exactly. So yeah. it's definitely not small town up here at all. But uh, mm -hmm. you go much further north of us, and you're, I mean, there's like a farm and horses like up two blocks north of me and then it, it starts getting more rural pretty fast so okay but uh i don't know it's perfect man i like yeah. it it's good now it's, it was convenient to like is, is it convenient to like minneapolis st paul right yeah so i've been showing houses in minneapolis a lot the last couple of weeks so yeah. i would say it's about 35 minutes from here to minneapolis and so cool. close enough and yet far enough too Nice man, nice. I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's something with Andovers, man. Like there's an Andover, Massachusetts, right? And, and that's another town that that people think is kind of a little bit, you know, up up uh with the with the upper class. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's kind of known as a bit of a rich town. But uh, I think they, Andover, Mass, is the one people think of. If you say Andover, most people think Massachusetts. Yeah. I'm sure there's probably right. 40 Andovers out there. Yeah. That's that, that. There's all sorts of places all over. The, you know, there's like a bunch yeah. of different Marshfields still, like in Wisconsin and uh, Vermont and whatnot. So, right. Cool. All right. So there's that. Um, you are uh, you are uh, married to a uh, absolutely wonderful uh, wife, Val. We'll talk about Val a little bit later. 
You are a dad also. I am. Um, one. Is it yeah, one? We have we have a seventeen year old son. He's actually going to turn eighteen here in about okay. two and a half weeks, probably. And nice. uh, yeah, nice. We're kind of excited for the post eighteen yeah. stage of life with him, but good that's, kid. That's exciting. So he's a senior senior in high school or junior. He's a senior. He's going to graduate. He's, you know, thanks to COVID, he really hasn't gone to school like anybody did when we were in school. Um, yeah. He never went back. He's been okay. Um, he's done distance learning, and then he goes to a thing called STEP. Yeah. Uh, which is at the technical school. Yeah. They so basically, it's like having a college kid for the last three years. He sleeps yeah. in. <laughs> he wakes up and does a couple classes basically on his phone. Yeah. And then he drives over to the technical college and he like welds shit together and does law enforcement classes for about an hour and then he goes to work. So that's awesome, man. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It is very cool. But we're all ready for the high school to go away because he's just yeah. not that into it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny how that worked. Like, like for some people, like that, that, that remote learning was actually like great. And, and and it did change the paradigm of how things can work for some people, you know what I mean? So right. Um, and he yeah. would have been, he would have been mad. He, the last two years, he's kind of sucked. Uh, mm -hmm. cause I think he figured out what he could get away with. So yeah, he's very capable and he could have done well with it, but then he right. figured out that he just, he kind of did the minimum. He kind yeah. of stalled and then he, he would like wedge, uh, trimester worth of work into two weeks and yeah. pass the class. So I don't know. Goes both ways. There's positives and sure. negatives to both sides, you know? Sure. Hey, I don't know. Maybe he's learned how to be resourceful in that way. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, there's definitely some of that there too. But as a parent, you can't yeah. tell him it's a good oh, idea. Right, right. <laughs> no, I, I hear you, bro. I totally get that. All right. So uh, so you're doing the uh, doing the real estate and yep. the fire. Now, yep. were you were you doing those two things in 2014 back in the day, or or did you switch at some point? Oh, I definitely switched. So um I worked at Target Distribution Center, okay. in, uh, which is where Ben the Doppelgangers works, yeah. right? I worked there for 23 years, and oh, I, I left. Yeah. I left that job in March of 2021. Okay. Um, at the time, so 2020 was a psychotic year, right? Like I had my full-time job at Target. I was top producer in my brokerage, and I was in fire academy and went through emt school and stuff all of that stuff at the same time looking back i don't know what's wrong with me i, I would never want to do that all over again right um but all of those things led to the the point where i was able to leave target which mm -hmm. was a blessing for me so um yeah so now i'm doing two things i really enjoy and nice. staying very very busy doing them so now, how, what got you to the, what got you to, what motivated your switch to the, the fire department, um, later on, you know what I mean? Like, cause it's, it's, it's a bold move to jump right. in there, you know, at this stage of our lives. Like, I got, I, I forget how old you are exactly, but I feel like we're, I'm, uh, I'm 44 now. So, all right. Um, all right. let's see. It was weird because it was, uh, I hated Target. I was yep. there so long. It was it was a constant topic in my brain of what I wanted to do. And real estate came up 
and um, I don't know how it came up exactly, but it just clicked because I've always liked things about your house. Like, even though I'm not handy, I like my house is my castle. It's my quiet. It's my peace place. Right. Yeah. Um, and so then I was like, well, I'm, I'm really pretty good with numbers and I'm organized as fuck. And, and so the more I kind of like it dawned on me one day and the more I looked into it, I'm like, why would I not be able to do that? So um, I'm getting the fire department on it because I, I'd say one of the best things that I ever did was signed up for real estate school. Yeah. It wasn't doing real estate school. That shit's easy. But like it was the day where I signed up and I paid the money to do it because that was a commitment. Once I did that, I knew I had to go. Right. And once I go, I usually do pretty well at things. So yeah. signing up was a big deal. So anyway, when I did that and I, and I got through that and I'm a realtor now, um, it was a short time later that the fire department put a message out saying they were looking for people yeah. and they had this information night and my attitude had shifted. And I just thought, who the fuck cares, man, just go check it out. There's no downside. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I went up there and they basically like sort of tried to scare you. Like they tried to tell you like what's the, the extreme side of it, trying to, you know, see who the weak are and they'd leave. Mm. And everything they said just sounded sweet to me. And, uh, you know, I've met Sty a couple mm -hmm. times and, you know, that was uh, part of it too. Like I talked to him a little bit. And so I just kept following that trail. And then next thing you know, I'm in fire Academy and wow. it's been fucking awesome. So That's no intention of stopping until they make me. That's awesome, man. Well, respect. That's awesome. Like, I love the I love the boldness of just saying, like, fuck it. Like, I'm interested <laughs> in this. Like, I think I might be able to do this. Like, let's let's go. Like, let's give yeah. it a go and like and let's make well, it work. like you you started off with. I mean, I said the same thing to them. I go, I felt like I was too old to get into this now, mm -hmm. you know. And I look around, there was a couple guys there older than me, and they're like, No. And then since I've joined a couple guys easily older than me have joined up and yeah. i look at them like that's fucking crazy too but yeah. it doesn't really matter man you sign up if you love to do it you do it yeah. it doesn't matter if you do it for two years or 20 years you know give back to your community if you can and that's what we all do it for but yeah. let's be honest we also we all joke we're like we all want to drive fucking shiny red trucks with sirens too <laughs> like let's be honest that's awesome though that's really cool man i, I have a lot yeah. of respect for that so that's awesome bro all right. Yeah. So um, so we talked a little bit. Your your son is just leaving high school. I, I, as you've heard, I'm a high school teacher. So I'm always interested in what what were people like in high school? I'm interested, like, what was Andy like in high school? What did you drive? I have a suspicion of what you listen to as a genre. But I want to know, like, what specifically you were listening to. That sure, kind of sure. shit, man. Like, what were you into? Did you, would you play sports? Were you involved in clubs? Like, what did you do? So... I was definitely an athlete um, through middle school. Um, in ninth grade, I I was playing baseball and basketball a little bit. And then the summer between ninth and 10th grade, I got myself into a little bit of trouble. I would start hanging out with some kids that were doing some shit that I wouldn't approve my kid doing, right? Cool, yeah. And... Uh, what I do remember is I got suspended for smoking a few times. Um, mm -hmm. and it got to the point where, um, 
I think they basically they told my parents that they could pay so that I was in the program. I could go and practice and I could do all the things with the team, but I was not going to be able to play a game until like halfway through my senior year Damn. because I my suspensions had like stacked up, you know. Yeah. And both me and my parents were like, fuck that. Like, why? Yeah. Why practice for two years so that I can play half a year's worth of games if I'm lucky? So then I really do look back and I go, I feel like the school should have thought up a different punishment for me because it essentially ended up pushing me out of the sports when that would have been a great time to somehow get me sucked in and away from the shit. Yeah. And instead I ended up doing more dumb shit for a couple of years. Cause why not, you know? And, right. um, but to your other question, what did I drive? My first car was my grandmother's 1986 Nissan Sentra. Nice. Which was not cool in any way. Oh, um, it was. It wasn't when you were 16. Well, it's cool to have a car when you're 16. That's all that matters. Oh, uh, it was. It's not cool. And then I don't remember. I think I jumped from a 90. Maybe an 89 Olds Calais and a 93. Honda Del Sol for a minute, if you know what that oh, car is. Oh, I do. I remember those, man. Those are yeah, like so sporty buckets. Yeah, they're they're yeah. a little sporty, and they got a hard top convertible thing. And I remember that was fun oh. for a while. So yeah, that definitely would probably take me through high school with those three cars. And then, uh, yeah, music wise, uh, diehard Metallica. Um, right, that was easily my favorite band at the time. But I would okay. listen to like. The best concert so, I ever went to, by the way. Best concert I ever oh, saw. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Incredible. They're amazing. Yeah. Um, and I would say, like, Sepultura, Pantera, White Zombie, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, I was definitely the kid that uh, I walked around high school with a uh, trench coat and combat boots, and <laughs> my headphones were in all the time. Yeah. So I was definitely that kid. Um, nice. And it was it was pre Columbine. Otherwise, that would have been that kid where everybody would have been like, "Holy shit!" Right, right, yeah. You would have been on a, a watch list of some sort. Exactly. Yeah. So. Yeah, but but um, pre those days, yeah, it was a different uh, it was a different era. But I I respect it though, man. You were doing your thing. You know what I mean? Like I respect yeah. anyone who does their thing. Like I right. I dressed all like I, I I like you see me all the time. I'm in bright colors. Like I used to wear bright 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 colors all the time like i used to wear in high school i used to wear um like bright motherfucking like bright purple jeans and shit like big old baggy <laughs> purple jeans and like cherry red jeans and like lime green jeans like crazy shit right. and like i met some some girl at a uh, some girl at a bar like four years out of high school and you're like shit, you're the kid who always used to wear all the bright colors in school right i'm like yeah yeah that's me so hey, uh, how did you get into that though? Like, I it's just, just like the polar opposite of what I do. I if I put on bright clothes like that, I would feel awkward. I don't know. Like it would like catch the the peripheral of my vision. You know. I guess what I'm saying is what I respect about it, and the way it made me think of that is because you were just doing you. You know right. what I mean? Like right. you were just comfortable enough to just do you. Like whatever yeah. the fuck anyone else was doing, fuck that. Like I didn't yeah. care if I was wearing what anyone else was wearing. Like I, I, that made me happy. I love bright colors. They make me happy. And so my, right. and I, I do remember that ninth grade. I mean, I was, you know, walking around, I don't know. I wouldn't say I was a jock, but I just was doing what 
fit in, I guess, but yeah. I wasn't trying that hard with that either. Don't get me right. wrong, but it's right. like somewhere between ninth and 10th grade, mm-hmm. you know, you start smoking and I, I definitely, I was already listening to some heavier music, but I think I got way into it. Yeah. And then it flipped that switch and I was like, oh, I like this and I feel comfortable doing this yep. and fuck all of that forever. Yeah. yeah. And it and it's led to even today. I mean, I wear black a significant part of the time. Yeah. And I always joke with people that say something about it. Like, I'm basically a goth kid who never grew up. I just <laughs> I stopped I stopped wearing spike collars and spike bracelets because that shit would be weird on somebody over the age of 40, but you know, I still wear black clothes and, you know, there's skulls on half the shit I own too, you know? Oh, that's great, man. I love it. I love it. Just yeah. doing you. and I, That's mad respect, bro. That's awesome. <laughs> All right. So, um, what's, uh, I got a couple of random ones before we get into some other, other, other stuff here. What's, yeah. uh, what's the favorite place you travel to? Anywhere. I yeah. we don't do an, we don't do enough traveling. Valerie and I want to do more. Mm-hmm. Um, we are fans of road trips. So like when we do our Midwest meetup and stuff, that's yep. nothing. Like, that's, you know, six hour drive or something is totally cool with us. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. I've done six hour drives to do something for one day and then drive right back. I don't care. It's, yeah. it's worth it. Um, there's a lot of things we want to do. Um, go to the... Pacific Northwest. Uh, I've never been to Hawaii. I want to do that someday. Definitely. Um, I'm still leery of leaving the country. So I don't know. Like, if I did, Australia and like Ireland and Scotland and those places yeah. sound really fun. I just, I don't know. That's a bigger putt. So, yeah. Um, this September, we're going on a cruise. I've never been on a cruise before. Yeah. Where are you uh, going? Uh, it's, Oh shit. Uh it's Alaska, right? So it's the I don't know. It's like it's going from the cold to the cold. Yeah, it's yeah. right. It's it's <laughs> like uh Vancouver to like Alaska. Yeah. And and Valerie, like my cousin's going, so Valerie's like, Yeah, we'll go with you. And and somewhere along the way, like I wasn't paying attention, so I didn't <laughs> I didn't know it was a Disney cruise until well into oh, it. All right, that's and then I was fun. like, wait, it's a Disney cruise? Like, how the oh, fuck's that right. work? That's right. I remember Val talking about that at one point. Yeah, but I'm like, we're not right. bringing kids. Why are we going on a Disney cruise? Like, And then she's like, well, there's a uh, adults-only deck. And I go, all right, I guess we're hanging out there. But then it's also during school season, so I don't even know how many kids are going to go on this thing. Uh, family, then, will, families will just take kids out. That's, that's yeah, I figure that out. too, but I'm like, it still isn't going to be the same as like in the summer. I would imagine right, there would right. be way more of that. Right, right. And then it's September in Alaska, so it's not like we're not talking beach weather either. So oh, no, I don't know. I don't know what to expect. I'm just going to go out on the boat, behave myself, and drink some beers and see what happens. You know, it's the Disney cruise. It's got to be a lot of joy on there. You know, <laughs> this has to be maybe too much joy for you. Probably like, it might skew a little, a, a little <laughs> left of uh, of of your center, perhaps. But I think this, I think it's gonna rub off a little bit in a in a little right. sunshiny way for you. I think it'll right. be fun. well. And I've been to Disney World a couple times, yeah. so I I managed to do okay down there. So yeah, it's it's hard not to have fun. It really is. Right. Like, yeah. Awesome. That's great. What would you say is the greatest accomplishment of your life? Wow. 
hanging on to Valerie. We'll start with that. <laughs> um, there you go. I don't know. I don't. Getting out of targets a big one for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a, you know, Ben. Ben could you know understand that one. It's it's a place that pays really well for what it is, and most people work there a very long time and. Mm-hmm. Um, more than anybody there, I was so unhappy with it. So getting out was a really big deal to me. Uh, real estate's fine and fun. The fire department's fine and fun. Mm -hmm. Those are things. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I'm not big on the accomplishment thing. I don't know. I think it's cool though. What, what, what comes to mind for you though, because it, because it like does actually like as much as like kind of going back to your thing about taking the step to sign up for for the real estate class right yeah. like like taking the step to leave a place that has a lot of security you know like taking a yeah. step to like go out there that's taking a chance man and that and that 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 reflects a mentality but it also reflects a bravery man i think that's cool as hell yeah no that one that one was tough too and i remember valerie had a lot to do with that because mm-hmm. like you said i went from a regular weekly check mm-hmm to everything but that yeah and um one one thing that we have accomplished and i've mentioned it on the forums before but like we got big into dave ramsey for a while and we Mm -hmm. how we manage our money and stuff and Mm -hmm. it's all it's all whatever but the thing about it is like i hang out with a lot of people who i know make more money than me Mm -hmm. and yet through conversations i'm like they don't have money you know what Mm -hmm. i mean and so yeah there is a sense of like, I think I do a lot with what I've gotten right yeah. in that regard. Yeah. And so that spills over to how I left target because at some point Valerie was like, you know, you're so freaked out about losing this weekly check. And she finally got me one day because she's like, listen, we have this much money in the bank. Mm-hmm. And if you leave and do nothing but watch Netflix, <laughs> Like, here's how long we're going to go before the wolves are at the door. So since we both know you're not going to come home and just watch Netflix, like, it's longer than that. And once I, I like, chewed on that for 24 hours, I was like, yeah, Yeah. what am I so worried about? And then I laughingly thought, because we wanted this school district for our son. Mm -hmm. So at that point, I was like, oh, yeah, well, if she's right and do the math a little bit, I'm like, by the time I fuck this up, he'll be out of school anyway. And then we'll just sell the house and go live in a shack. And I don't know where fucking bill and yeah. we'll figure it out. And then yeah. all of that came together. And I was like, yeah, fuck it. I'm leaving. And I left and it's, it was scary. It was scary for a long time because yeah. I don't get a regular paycheck. Um, but then I would like check in on my, where I was like, I, I made note of where we were sitting the day I left. Yeah. Six months later, I checked in. A year later, I checked in. Two years later, you know what I mean? And I was yeah. like, "Yeah, this works. It's just different." And I still, I still struggle a little bit with the the irregularity of the checks, but right. fuck it, whatever. <laughs> that's awesome, though, man. You, you you gave up something, but you you gained other things. You know what I mean? So that's for awesome. sure, that's awesome. For sure. Um, what's something on your bucket list? Bucket list. Um, 
I don't have this big sense of adventure, I guess. I don't like have that skydiving thing. I don't have any of that sort of stuff. Women with shocks. Just fuck that noise. <laughs> By all means, if Brad should strap a GoPro to his ass when he does it, I'd love to watch, you know, live through him, but I'm not doing it. Um, GoPro on two- ass is kind of an interesting concept. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a right. good idea i don't know right. give it a go see what happens i mean you might as well yeah um <laughs> i would say that the two things that come to mind is i've i, I love i love to fish mm-hmm. i haven't i haven't fished like probably in five years now but um i love to fish and i always wanted to go out to like oregon and go sturgeon fishing and catch some prehistoric looking eight foot monster you know oh And so when we do our traveling, I'm, you know, I'm not going to promise that gets done, but that's one of those things that comes to my head that I want to do. And then the other one is, um, I don't know if it's a bucket list thing, but like I just met yesterday with this custom home builder and I have a lot of ideas Yeah. and I went into this meeting thinking that he was going to slam the the door in my face on it, you know, and and he did the opposite. I said, you know, can I do something like this for less than this crazy amount of money? Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, you could do it. And we just started talking through it. And then um, basically maybe in a few weeks, um, I'm going to meet with his friend who's a um, architect huh. and just discuss it a little bit more. I'm not doing it you know this year and then like that but depending on that conversation goes that's something that her and i are into and if it works i would put that up there in the bucket list thing because it's it's not a um it's not a traditional house in any way it's uh i already can see sean rolling his eyes because i know his house thing has been kind of a an adventure but uh Um, I do the math on that stuff with the money. If they tell you it's going to cost 300, go ahead and right, call it four, be, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But this guy telling me that some of my stuff can be pulled off has got my wheels spinning now. Cause I'm like, Oh man, if I can pull this shit off, I'm going to build, I'm building my own Disneyland is what it's going to come down to, man. Yeah. I'm going to build whatever the fuck I want. And I don't give a shit about anyone's like trends or fads and i don't even give a shit about resale value i will do whatever the fuck i want let's go all right (laughs) is it gonna have like a a, a, is it gonna have like a dungeon like what is (laughs) (laughs) no it's it's more of like i'm we're big on privacy man so like honestly if i can i will go find a spot where i can't see another soul outside Mm. of my house I want one of those driveways where you can't see the house. You just see the driveway and it disappears into the woods. Yeah. I want that. And then the house is going to be, you know, a lot of glass. And I want I want the outdoors, man. You know what I mean? Like, I want, uh, if you ever seen an A-frame house, I love A-frame yeah. houses. Yeah. Um, there's, some, there's some cool stuff out there, but... Uh, very, so like very it, big into nature and privacy and so like make it make it secluded enough that you can ha- be opened up like that and still have all right. your privacy that's cool right and and you know you don't get me wrong i don't want to live in like a fully glass house that'd be right. weird too so right. you have to have some kind of privacy within there right. but um i don't drink coffee but i like the idea of sitting 
on a couch reading a book or watching TV mm-hmm. and just being able to look outside and see whatever nature and whatever. Oh. I don't want to see cars. I don't want to see my neighbor's butt crack because he's doing some lawn work. I don't want any of that shit. And, and we also talk about like, if I have that driveway, that's so long, you can't see the house. Yeah. I'm going to do something at the, the, the edge of that driveway. So that if you drove by, you're like, fuck going in there. That looks scary. (laughs) And that way, like the only people that would ever come in there are the people who I invited in there and they know better. Right. That's awesome. That's awesome. All right. Well, shout out to your neighbor's butt crack getting some shade thrown on it on the way by. I like to drive by on that. No, that was that was great though. I love uh I love it. I love everything about it. That's awesome, brother. Yeah. All right. So um what let, about you though? You haven't you haven't answered any of these. I figured you'd throw in your uh what's your bucket list item? <clears throat> my bucket list item is I all I really want to do in my life is just retire somewhere warm. And and be able to like live there with Steph and be able to have Caden there anytime and like that's that's really like my number one thing and goal in life is to be able to like retire somewhere warm because I fucking hate the cold and like that's my main <laughs> like basically like everything in my life is motivated around like eventually like getting somewhere warm. So really, it's funny but, because I still remember the picture of you. Like running and your whole beard was ice and snow. No, I I and like that. I I used to enjoy like running outside and like extreme weather and weird shit like that. But like I I just just despise the cold. I Hugh Hefner had this famous quote where he said like it's insane for people to live uh, places that are cold like eight nine months out of the year. And I'm like that's so true. Like I don't know why I do that, but it's just because you know we have people here, but. Right. I'm torn because I see that both ways. I'm like, you know, no, I don't really care for the cold. I'm not a big winter sports guy kind of a thing, but I also grew up here. So all I know is Minnesota. And I like to make the joke that, you know, where do people migrate to? Like when they grow up and they can leave their hometowns, California and Florida come to mind. Right. Mm. And I go, so all the weakest amongst us gravitate to those warm places. So like, Staying here means I'm with people who aren't the biggest pussies ever. You know what I mean? And that's that's so unfair, and I know it, but I don't care, and I say shit like that all the time. That's a way to think of it. For me, I just I'm just <laughs> so like I'm just so much happier, like just chill in like warm weather. Like I just want to be able to wear shorts, t-shirts, like any day. Like I don't want to have to like feel like I'm fucking gearing up for a battle just to go take the dogs out for a walk. You know what I mean? Like, like that's what I hate that shit, man. No, I totally get it. So like I, my version of that is okay. I'm not going to go to to California or Florida, but there's plenty of other warm places. So then I'm with you. Like the idea of not dealing with that shit would be pretty sweet, like year round. Mm -hmm. And then just come to Minnesota for Christmas. Cause I need, I need snow in that shit for Christmas, man. Yeah. I see those, those pictures of, uh, California where they put the lights on the palm trees and shit. And I'm like, that ain't the same. Right, that isn't right. even close. It's gotta be way different. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you there. I'm with you there. That's true. Um, all right. So let's talk about this. Tell me the Rasta Wars origin story because you, like like we all are here watching this, listening to this, or whatever. Like we all are fully bought in, fully invested. Mm-hmm. Tell us how this all got started. So it was it's the origin story on like the the website 
is is you and Sean, and then like what Matt from the old Minnesota Destroyers. Yep, there was three, the three of us. Tell, and, tell uh, me that story. How did it get started? Like, like what was what was the uh, what was the uh, initial like thought or conversation like that even started it? Um, I'm sure it was multiple things. I remember for those who have been around the whole time, there was a guy named Sean um, Winstead Psychos. Um, he knows Todd from the Steel Cats pretty well, or he did. Um, that's how I found IDP. I went kicking and screaming into that league. I didn't want to do it. Don't remember how I even signed up for it, but I really liked it. And then I was also playing in a league called Primetime with a guy named Jeff. Good dude. He was into graphics. That's kind of how I gravitated towards that too. Okay. Um, so I was playing in those two leagues and just like I always do, I'm like, oh, this would be so much cooler if I had some of this and I had some of this and I put them together. And and then like I do also, I found reasons that I wasn't as into those leagues. And so I slowly um, drifted away from those and I started talking about roster wars. I put all the shit I wanted together and the things I heard and, um, you know, there's some ideas that are my own, but a lot of them are things I found and tweaked and whatever. And, uh, in 2011, um, I was, I was in, I was going to try. Mm -hmm. Um, I've made mention of it a few times. Sean, I think is pretty well aware of it, but somewhere along the lines while we were doing it, Sean's like, there's no fucking way you're getting this rolling. And I put that on the website somewhere. And I just remember, like, when I read what he said, I was like, that's fine. It's either going to fucking work or I'm done playing fantasy football. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. now that I have this thought, I'm like, anything less than that's fucking stupid. And I'm out. And so I didn't give up on it. We kept going. And and Sean would tell you himself, it was funny. So it got to the point we were we are ready to go, and I just said, all right, January 1st, 2012, it's fucking game on. We're going for it. Mm-hmm. And I think it was early March, and we had a full league. And I kind of had that moment, like, fucking can't do it my ass. Like, mm-hmm. we're there, you know. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and then uh, we learned a lot of lessons over a couple of years, right? Like, sure. it was nowhere near what it is today. We didn't have – I mean, we got some people that were in that league the first year that – would never in a million years get through our process now, you know? Right, right. Um, but yeah, it's been a blessing. And then I still have times sometimes where I look at what roster wars is today and I'm like, holy shit. Like we, you know, even though a lot of it was the, the idea I had in my head, like, I guess I never really thought it would get to where it is today. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, because it's grown up. Yeah, it's like growing up like a kid. It's like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like it's, it really it, is. It started as one thing and then really blossomed into something uh, entirely different. Right. Uh, like between well, like the- we always say, man, it's it's the people in this league because, you know, yeah, I have this idea and, and we got it going and, and that, that drove, I don't know, the first few years for sure, you know. But mm-hmm. now, I mean, it's well beyond that. I mean, the now it's a collection of everything that everybody brings to this thing because if right. if everyone stopped doing that if it was just on me or just on me and nick or something like there's no fucking way we could keep this up right what um now 
in 2016, right? That that became that that's one of the ways that it's blossomed in a big, uh, in, in a major way is when there was like a, a shift to really getting owners to contribute across the board. Yeah. That yeah, my, that my, well, yeah, my memory sucks. So if you say it was 2016, well, then I'll I'm, just going by, I'm just going by the historical record. I reviewed the historical right. record back, right? And so that sounds it, about right. Yeah, because yeah. I because because I, I remember in 2014 when I was here, like there was stuff, there was like content, definitely content, like more than any other league I'd ever I'd ever known. But it wasn't like the tidal wave. That right. it, like when I came back here, I was like, holy shit! Like this was like like. <laughs> Like I was drowning in it. Right. I, was like, I can't keep up with this, bro. But it's awesome. It's the fucking best. Like it's unbelievable, and it sets a standard. Like you got to try to keep up with this, which is just awesome. Like just go for it. It's the best. Yeah, and I think that over the time too is like it's hard because you get people doing stuff, and then you get let's say five people over here doing all this crazy cool shit, and then you start turning to the people that are doing the least, and you're like, what the fuck are you doing? And then you you know. You don't want to be that guy, but it's hard not to be that guy. So then it just started growing into like, all right. And I started forcing it more. And there's been some different versions of that. And then ultimately I backed off a little bit. What was it like two years ago? And I just said, listen, everyone has to do something. Yeah. Pitch in and do yeah. something. And I'll yeah. kind of just lay low on it from there. Um, but that's still always a topic. There's plenty of people here that that know what I'm talking about, where there's conversations on the side about like, you know, so-and-so does all this. Why the fuck is that guy only do that? And it's like, well, he's doing something. So let's just be cool with that. And we all have a place. Everyone's different too, man. Like I'm trying to be really respectful of that, but it's like, we all have to realize too, like we all aren't going to post like Nick. And by the way, if we did, it would be fucking torture. There'd be, <laughs> you'd never be able to read everything if everybody right. posted as much as Nick did. And Nick's awesome and Nick does his things, right? And then you have other people who don't post as much as Nick, but every now and again, they deliver this article or this something that mm -hmm. is so cool that that's their niche. Right. And so ultimately, what is the spirit behind it for me? everyone have their niche, have their thing. Like, right. you know, when, when you say like, I, in theory, I should be able to say anybody's name in this club and everyone else goes fucking dude rocks the shit out of whatever. You know what I mean? Like yep. I'll, I'll use Eric. We say Eric and everybody's like, dude, sexy math all up in this bitch. Right. Like, <laughs> and, and, and that's not a big thing. That's not a, that doesn't take Eric all this time or nothing. But it's his thing, and he's right. fucking good yeah. at it. And yeah. thankfully, that's not all he does. Because if that's all he did, I'd probably be up his ass a little bit. <laughs> uh, that's great, though. Uh, yo, that's fucking awesome. All right, so talk to me about the graphics, because the graphics, uh, like anyone's comes to the to the forum, to the league, anything, and the graphics just uh, obviously like nothing anyone's ever seen. How did you get into all that shit? You kind of re referenced it a little bit. There was a guy that you, you knew who kind of was into it. Yeah. So, you, know, you, you were like self-taught a lot of it, right? How'd you learn all this shit, man? Yeah, I'm definitely self-taught. Um, my old league mate, Jeff, was into it. And I don't even remember really starting, but I started putzing around. I found out, you know, a free program here or there I could use. And back then I had a lot more free time, so... I just kept doing stuff and then you'd learn this trick and you'd learn that trick. If I go look at some of my early stuff, I'd fucking hate it. It's terrible, you know, but it all led to something. And then, um, 
I don't know. Like I'm not, I'm not an artist. Um, a lot of what I do is taking things on the internet and mm -hmm. making them work for my needs. Right. So I don't even know if there's a name for that. There's definitely uh, a sense of being careful because copyrights and shit mm -hmm. like that. Like, what can you do? What can't you do? Right. Um, but I don't know. You just self teach. And, and I've told a few people this cause they said they were going to try doing it. And I said, I don't want to be a dick. Like I'm not trying to talk you out of it by all means do it. But looking back, it's a ridiculous amount of time. Mm -hmm. And if you, if you suddenly like snapped your fingers and I was back at zero, no fucking way would I do it again because it's just, it's too much. I mean, yeah. it worked for where I was in my life at the time and I'm, right. I'm happy for it. But if I was just starting now, fuck that. I mean, it's just not worth it. But, yeah. um, and I don't know, as far as like, you know, everyone knows I have my graphics business that I do, but that's, mm -hmm. it's not big. It's just, I don't advertise it. It's mm -hmm. basically repeat customers and word of mouth. And I like mm -hmm. doing it, but, um, yeah, it's the, the, it's not a money maker because the time that goes into it is right. nowhere near the, the, the pay. So, right. um, I've had a couple of people, like I had, it's been a few years, but somebody asked me like, how much would it cost to make my version of roster wars or whatever? Right. And I'm like, I just fucking laughed. I go, you have to pay me enough to fucking quit my job because that's how much time goes into it. It's yeah. fucking silly. I mean, if I quoted you, you know, $5,000 to make a, a different version of roster wars, I immediately go, I'm getting fucked so hard in that deal. Yeah. Don't worry yeah. About doing that, so. Oh, fucking absolutely, bro. Oh, that's fucking amazing. All right. Now, um, the community of uh, of roster wars obviously is, is, is we've touched on already. Community is part of what makes it so special. What's like as someone who created this, been around this for the whole whole time? Obviously, what's a story or a memory for you that really kind of captures what the community is all about here? Um. Well, first of all, you're tapping into memory, which is never a good thing. Um. <laughs> As for community, I mean, when I think about it, I mean, the Midwest meetup has quickly become a thing. I mean, mm. I look forward to that every year. I'm sure there's going to be a year somewhere where I can't make it, and that's going to really bum me out. Mm. Um, this past year, we hosted it. I mean, I had a ball. We had just a great old time. Yeah. And, you know, you only see these people once a year, but it's like such a big fucking deal. Mm. And when I see pictures of, other people meeting up and i mean one that comes to mind is when sam and uh ross got together you know sam's a world traveler so that makes mm -hmm. sense but did i ever in a million years think somebody was going to get a picture with ross no <laughs> you know what i mean it's yeah that'd be like somebody getting a picture with john he's over in his own country you know what yeah, i mean like right. how are we going to do this and um i don't know every time i see those pictures and even sty and brad who aren't that far apart when I see those pictures, I just love that shit. I love seeing them together and it's because of roster wars and we have our, our wall of pictures on the dot com. Yep. That's a big deal. But um, the other thing is there's been times where the generosity of this group has been a big deal. Definitely. When we've had people of need. And, and again, it's just kind of weird things. You're like, how the fuck do we even know each other? And it's mm -hmm. all because of fantasy football. That's kind right. of a trip. Right. 
Yeah, people are genuine though, man. It's really, it's awesome. It's really cool. Right. right. For sure. All right. Um, <clears throat> next to every president is going to be a rock solid first lady. Right. <laughs> so that is, that is, Val has not only been uh, a supporter, but also been a contributor to the, to yes. the forum and the community. Uh, what has her support meant to you and how on earth did you get her to buy into this circus that you were creating? Ooh, I almost feel like I have to call her in here for that one because I don't remember that. But uh, uh, I'm not sure she knew what was coming. You know what I mean? Uh, like she, she, she's very understanding of all my bullshit. Yeah. And all my ideas. And I always wonder if she's just putting up with them or if she's on board. Um, I'm sure when Roster Wars started, it was like, whatever, have your little nerd league. It's yeah. cool. <laughs> and then it just kept growing and growing and growing. And, you know, I have no doubt there was times that A, a my time was too heavily spent on that mm -hmm. or B, I was bitching about it or something. But then smash to today, I mean, she doesn't give two shits about football, right. but she's very invested in the league. And yeah. but she gets into her own little topics, right? And yeah. I know this podcast that you do is a she loves it, right? Awesome, yeah. She loves that personal side of things. Yeah. And you know when uh, it's funny because now and again when the drama happens, and she doesn't usually know what it is, but like we'll be talking at dinner, and I'll be like, "Well, fucking so and so <laughs> did this," and I'm, and she's like. Fucking throw them out. You know what I mean? And I always joke. I go, Valerie, if you were in charge of this league, there'd be nobody left. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you would throw everyone out for the dumbest shit. Oh, oh she texted me. She can hear me, so she texted me. Let's see what she said. She <laughs> says, I thought it would fail. I didn't think it would ever turn into what it is. <laughs> nice. All yeah. right. But – but uh but it lives on uh and she's been great man so that's awesome um and i so think over the last couple of years I, I mean we her and i've talked like i've tried to make it so that it's not all consuming like it used to be right right and that all came down to you guys i mean i asked people to step up and do things and they did and nick is more understanding today than ever. Like he has mm -hmm. the freedom to do shit without mm -hmm. asking me. And we joke about that. Like nobody wants Nick in charge, but you know, he does great and he handles things and it alleviates me in the best ways. And right. so then when I do have time, I love coming to roster wars. I love doing the stuff I can do. I just at a point now where I can't be here every day, all day, like right. it once was. So, right. yeah. Well, that's awesome that 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 you've been able to. It's, sometimes that's not easy to do to like be able to delegate, but it's an important thing to be able to do. So you know, so right learning know. curve. Yeah. Um, all right. So um, speaking of the league itself, you after spending all this time and energy and effort, you finally won it all in 2021. Oh my god. What yeah. was the what was that like for? I mean, after putting all that work in uh, all those all those years to finally win it, what did that mean to you, man? And what was the key to it in your eyes? Um, it was awesome. It reminded me of Brad. Brad won the league. Uh, 
what year was it, Brad? 2015 or 2016? I think it was 2016 that Brad won. And I remember the thing he said, which is how ironic he won that year because he basically watched the least amount of NFL that year ever. He, he got into soccer big time. Yeah. I always remember that. But um, I won in 21, and I don't know. It feels like the last four years my football time has just continuously declined. Yeah. So it, it felt a little similar. But um, on the other hand, for those of us who have been here since the beginning, I mean, talk about uh, the initial draft and trying to overcome that. I mean, I don't remember all of what I did there, but it didn't end well. And and for everybody in Chapter 1, I mean, John has just run rickshaw over us for a decade. So it was, it was a big deal. And if – you know, at some point, if we could see, I'd like to see what happens if John was in fourth place in our division. Maybe John is like the shittiest sport ever. And maybe he like, maybe <laughs> no, one like knows, he, no one knows. Yeah. Yeah. Like maybe if he came in last place, he'd be like, fuck you guys. I quit. You know what I mean? I don't know. He's, he's always won. So like, yeah. you know, and everybody's like, he's such a nice guy and he totally is. Yeah. But I'm like, it's easy to be nice when you're kicking everyone's ass all the time. I mean, I want to see John under some pressure for real, you know? Yeah. And and despite Nick talking shit about that one year, that fluke that he pulled out of his ass, it's been John, 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 and then me one year, right? <laughs> um, I don't really know what the success was. I knew I was chipping away. I liked my team more and more. I mm. Same as it is now. Like, I look at my team like, oh, we have a chance. You know, fantasy football is luck, man. There's, right. It's not all luck. It's it's like I look at it and there's a handful of uh, contenders. Mm -hmm. And I feel like we're one. If we won it this year, I wouldn't be completely blown away. But at the yes. same time, like maybe we're a little bit short. I don't know. But uh, thank fuck we're not the silver ballers or the muskies. That's all I know, you know. <laughs> Yeah, there's certainly there's certainly skill in building a team, and then the, and then it just defaults to luck at some point too. So, totally. So when you get to the playoffs, I guess I have a pretty healthy deal with that. You know what I mean? Like I get there, I really want to win. Don't get me wrong; I mm -hmm. get upset if I lose, but like it's not life or death, man. It's right. I just do your best and you know take your chances. I'm not gonna worry about it in the end. And yeah, and like this past year, you know, I I really do. You know, John's only won the league one year. I'd like to put that mm -hmm. out there, right? For as dominant as he's been, he's got one fucking title, just like me. And <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, nobody wants to see guys like Ian win the league, league three years in a row. That was fucking boring and horrible, and it better never happen again. But you take this last year, you know, I was almost equally as excited to watch Eric win, you know, because I knew it was a big deal to him. Mm. He's definitely put sure. in the effort. Um, and I feel like most the people in this league, I think that's how I'd feel about it, is if it's their first one, I'd be excited for him. Yeah. And unless it's Nick, I don't want Nick to win. But... <laughs> oh, I can't stop talking shit, dude. Ah, uh, I know. It's great. It's great, though. Um, All right. Let's talk. Uh, let's talk our. Let's talk our draft, man. We've been going for almost an hour here. Let's, oh, really? Let's hit our. Let's hit our draft. Okay. And um, our draft today is going to be the five scariest movies you've ever seen. 
Now, this is designed to show what a fucking wimp I am and what an expert you are on the horror genre. Right. So uh, I, I still laugh to myself. I, it would have been funny to me. You told me what it was. So, I, yeah. you know, like you do that. Yeah. And as you were building up to it, I was like, you know how funny it would be if you were like, the best cartoons, go. Like, just something <laughs> completely unrelated and I was unprepared. I would find that so funny, too. That would be that would be fun throwing curveballs, but I do try. I, w- I want to make sure we have some thought on this ahead of time. So right, right. I figured you. I figured you would have. Uh, you basically have like the the pick of of the entire horror genre because my my uh, experience exper- You know, my yeah. The the movies I've seen are very limited. Let's put it that way. Which right. I think you'll see in my number one overall draft pick, which I am positive you will not snipe from me with your number one overall draft pick. All so right, you we'll are see. on the clock. You are on the clock. All right. And if you're well, if you if you're listening, by the way, if you're listening on the uh, on the podcast version of this, you may want to jump in right around now, right around like the fifty-two minute mark, something like that, because we'll uh, I'll throw some little clips from the movies up when we Ooh, when we sweet. draft. All right. Well, this will be fun, dude, because yeah. I took you very literal, which okay. is what I do. Okay? okay. I've been way too busy lately. Yep. So even though you told me the other day, I got like no time until an hour ago or an okay. hour before we started. But mm-hmm. I took you very literal. Mm. So warning there. All right. But with the first pick in the spirit of what it is. I was like, there's no way I'm going to leave Texas Chainsaw Massacre for you to pick because okay um it's it's a classic yes but it's uh it's also about the part where it could fucking very well happen and I, i'm sure it has kind of a deal it's based on various things but um yeah. one thing that's scary to me is when it's realistic versus mm-hmm. you know some witchcraft shit where i'm like right. yeah whatever you know so that movie is both amazingly awesome, but yeah. scary as fuck if you really sit and think about it. You know, that right. shit could be going on today, God knows where. Right. Just Holy shit. Crazy. Yeah. 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 That would be wild. Uh, that's a great, very worthy number one overall draft pick. Uh, I will say this weekend, actually, I don't know if you uh, saw my video I posted on my uh, owner's box thread, but uh, Went to that crazy 80s arcade. I just played the Texas Chainsaw Massacre Atari 2600 game this weekend. Ooh, I, I didn't catch that video yet. This week sucks, but I'm going yeah. to watch that video. It's uh, it, but but playing that game was was really something. It was not a good game, yeah. but it, it's just so it was so much fun to play. <laughs> you just like walk around and like eventually like you get to some lady and then you just like buzz it with a chainsaw and then you walk around you have to like walk around some different shit and then you get to another lady and you buzz it with a chainsaw it's fucking, <laughs> like i don't know how i lose i just keep buzzing people with chainsaws it's fucking <laughs> sounds amazing yeah it was good it was a good game um all right my number one overall draft pick scariest movie i've ever seen ben 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 is Oh wait, is Ben the one with the rat? Yes, Ben is the one with the rats. And like I it like I feel like you look at it and it looks like it's some kid and he fucking thinks he's like I don't know. I think I think my parents maybe let me watch it because they thought it was like a children's movie or some shit. And like and like it was like a kid and he's got like a pet rat or some shit. And then dude, the rat just like leaves 
and forms an army of rats and they fucking eat people. They like pile on people and it's just I dude, do I do remember that. It gave me a whole like a total <laughs> complex. Like Caden <laughs> wants a pet rat. Caden keeps trying to tell me what a good pet a rat is, which apparently supposedly a rat is a good pet. I am never gonna find that yeah. shit out. In Valerie's part- into that shit. Valerie right, likes yeah. rats. It's ben, weird. I told I told Caden it's Ben's fault. Like Ben fucked yeah. me up, man. I cannot fuck with rats. And that immediately reminds me because somebody, I think my neighbor showed me, they're coming out with a horror movie version of Winnie the Pooh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's, and I saw uh, like the clip of it, up. and I'm like, holy fuck. I don't know if I really even give a shit or if I'm into it, but what what struck me was it's just called like Pooh or Winnie the Pooh or something. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm like, it's going to be five seconds into that thing's release before like a four-year-old sees it because nobody's going to fucking flag it as a fucking horror movie. Right. Some kid's going to turn that shit on and I'm going to be like, oh my God, you've totally ruined a kid's life. Oh yeah. Man. Some kid, some young kid sees that shit. They're going to be fucked up. Cause it looks super dark. Yeah. It's, it's meant to be dark. definitely meant to be. Yeah. Yeah. I, I saw something on that. Like the, it was something about like the, the Winnie the Pooh copyright expired. And yeah. so it was someone, um, John Oliver, about it recently. And so, like, the copyright expired. So that's how they were able to do that. And so, right. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I kind of get it. Like, a dark Winnie the Pooh is kind of cool. But, like, the, the little bit I saw was yes. so dark that I'm yeah. like, I don't know why you had to take it that far, dude. <laughs> I don't know. Very far. That's for sure. <laughs> no doubt. All right. What's your number two? Uh, what's your number two pack? All right. Number two. Um, I talked to Valerie about this. She's another big horror movie fan, mm-hmm. so you got to like kind of cross-reference with her. Mm-hmm. Um, might be a little bit of a surprise, but I went with a movie called It Follows, um, and I kind of want to duct tape the movie The Ring to it. Um, but it's, I, have, uh, I have seen The Ring. Yeah. Yeah. So It Follows is it's not realistic, but basically the premise is this evil force is following you, but it like walks and no matter where you go, it keeps coming for you. So like you could technically jump on an airplane, fly it across the country and you'll be safe for whatever amount of time. Cause that fucking thing is just walking towards you. So like, you may, it might be a month. I don't know. You know what I mean? But like, it's always coming. Oh. It's not running. It's just coming. You know what yeah. I mean? And, and I, I was telling Val, I said, you know, it's just the, it's the mindset of it. That's creepy. Like if you flew across the country, if I flew to San Francisco, maybe I bought myself a month, but are you really going to fucking sleep easy? You know, this fucking thing is coming for you and that's that. And so it was just cool premise that I, whatever. And the ring doesn't really do that, but the ring where the chick crawls through the TV. Yeah. When that movie first came out, that movie was creepy as shit. And I, and I do love it, but it's again that that thing where you're like the knowledge of something coming for you. Yeah, that's and cool. Presumably, there's nothing you can do to stop it. Right, that's cool though. I like yeah. that. That's a good answer. I like that. All right, yeah. Mine, uh, my second pick is another thing. I suppose about like something that's a real situation because it's Cape Fear, the one with uh, De Niro in it. it. Was like '91, I think. Yeah, and that movie I watched. I was. I was, I think, like, I don't know, freshman in high school or some shit like that. Whatever the fuck it was. I was young. And I was, I, I watched it on VHS. And my parents were out. 
my brother was off at college and so i was i was just home alone and every fucking noise in our yard <laughs> or anything or a fucking car that drove by like i was just i would that was like someone coming to get me because i was like so freaked out by that movie so yep I have not seen that in so long, and now I desperately want to watch it again because I do remember it yeah. being very something. Like, yeah, it's it's, it's intense, man. Yeah. Or, or that's how I remember it anyway. You know what I mean? Like, I I, I haven't watched it since. Yeah, it definitely is intense. I totally yeah. gotta watch that. It's been a long time. Yeah, it's a good one. What's uh, all right? What do you got? Number three. Number three is more recent. Um, it's the movie Smile. Have you ever seen Smile? I have not. I have seen it advertised. Interesting. So that was really so, scary, huh? I said I said to Valerie tonight at dinner, I said, what's that movie we watched that we both jumped like multiple times, right? Because yeah. that doesn't happen. Like we don't jump that often, yeah. right? And if one of us does, the other person teases them endlessly, yeah. right? Yeah. Smile, I feel feel like got us a solid four or five times together really? wow. um and it's another one of those movies i won't say it i really won't spoil it in any way but like it just it's got a premise that you're like holy shit and it's it's different yeah and it's it's creepy i would say kind of like the ring was creepy the first time you saw the ring you're yeah. like whoa smile has something too where you're like fuck all right <laughs> All right, I might have watch to it, man. It's, yeah. watch it. I see that pop up in one of the feeds. I forget what it's on, but it's on something. I'll, I'll, uh, so I can, I can hit it and stream it. It's on one of those services. All yeah. right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit that. All right, so uh, the other one again. These are all just like me just reliving traumatizing experiences for me. <laughs> and so, <laughs> and so, uh, one was uh, Pet Cemetery, 1989 Ooh. Pet Cemetery, which probably, in retrospect, is probably a poorly made film. I could be wrong, but I. <laughs> It was like 1989. It yeah, very yeah. reasonable chance that it wasn't a real stellar movie, but <laughs> uh, that movie creeped me the fuck out. That right. I know that for sure. That movie was fucking. I had a yeah. I don't want to fuck with cats anymore. Like shout out to Todd. <laughs> shout out to Todd's cats. I do not want to fuck with cats after that. Right. Yeah. That was. Did a you ever one. see? So did you ever see like Cujo? Like how do you how do you do with dogs? I have not seen Cujo. I have not seen Cujo, and I probably don't want to see Cujo if it's going to affect any thought I ever have for dogs because I love dogs. See, I don't know if it will or won't. Like, um, 80s horror movies are amazing. Mm. They're not. I don't consider them that scary typically. Mm. Um, but kind of like you're saying about whether it's a good movie or not. Um, I'm not that guy. Like I always tell Valerie, I'm like, I ride the movie, whatever they want you to think I'm right. their guy. I'm their yeah. best audience <laughs> member. Cause I don't pick shit apart. Yeah. Uh, very often, rarely yeah. firefighter movies now are hard not to, cause they yeah. just do some crazy shit. Yeah. Or, um, I know we have some fast and the furious fans. One of the fast and furious movies, the rock pulls a helicopter down with his bare fucking hands, which is absurd <laughs> as fuck. Like it was hard to ignore shit like that, yeah. but like most people, when they're like, "That's a good movie," "That's a bad movie," and I'm always like, "Shut the fuck up!" None of you can make a movie anywhere right. near Pet Cemetery, and until you do, you don't have the fucking, you don't get to talk shit about it, kind of a deal. But yeah. when they make those movies, like I'll watch it and enjoy it for whatever it is. Uh, I haven't seen Pet Cemetery in a long time, but I don't. I probably saw it a little bit older, but I don't. I didn't find it that scary. 
but if I if right. you watch it when you were young enough for the right time, yeah. I could see it for sure. I think that's probably where it hit me or something. Is uh yeah, it probably was the timing and yeah, it freaked me the fuck out. All right, and what do you got? Good, man. That's that's yeah. good. You they wanted to freak you out and it worked. I was the mock. I was <laughs> <Yeah>. the mock. <laughs> and exactly. I got yeah. Well, all right, what do you got? Fourth pick. What do you got? All right, this is where I'm gonna go sideways on you. You okay. said you said movies that scared me. Yeah. And so I'm I'm deterring from the, the horror movie genre and I'm going okay. down a different path. Ooh, all right. Again, my the movies that freak me out are the ones that are you're like, that shit could happen, right? Most yeah. horror movies are zombies and witchcraft and fucking mm-hmm. space age shit that I'm yeah. like, all right, you know, like I love the movie Critters, but I'm not really worried about that shit coming around. You know what I mean? Right. Yep. All right. So this is, I don't even know if I have an exact one. I'm going to say the movie. Oh, fuck. I'm going to get made fun of bad for this one, buddy. Um, I have five movies here that I'm just duct taping together in a ball of bullshit. Really? Okay. All right. Yeah. Bird Box, The Happening, mm-hmm. Dawn of the Dead, Shaun of the Dead, and World War Z. And right now, some people are going, what the fuck is he even talking about? And that's fine. The whole premise of it is there are these movies where realistic or not, I don't really give a shit, but like something happens to the whole world basically in an instant. Mm. And it's like, holy shit, what do I do? But you don't even get time to think about what to do. You just start doing shit. So I don't know if you've seen any of those movies. I've seen Shaun of the Dead, which is, which is awesome. So Shaun of the Dead's the funny version yeah, of it. funny but- one, yeah. You know, the happening takes a lot of shit, but I it was just this movie where like basically the wind blew and people were killing themselves and like it was creepy as fuck. Yeah. And you know, it was it's just that experience where when it first kicks off, it's just everywhere all the time, and the people in the movie are like, What the fuck? What do I do? And they're trying to hide, they're trying to run, they're trying to but I like those like end of the world type movies. And they 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 do freak me out that way because if what if this shit happened? It's so much all at once, no yeah. warning. What the fuck? You know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. Once you go into them, I mean, I'm sure. I mean, the happening is notoriously picked apart by everybody. But you know, same with Bird Box. But Bird Box is, I don't know. I found it like creative. You know what I mean? Like somebody came up with the premise mm-hmm. and. I was just like, fuck it, I'm in, I'll watch it. And it was it was wild. And I don't know, same as Dawn of the Dead. There's like usually like a 10 minute scene in the beginning that's the best part, and then the rest of it just becomes the movie, and that's fine. But I'm sorry for duct taping five movies together for my I pick. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Bird Box or The Happening. I'll say the happening because that'll get the most people clowning on me. <laughs> I'll say the happening is my All choice. Right. All right, uh, that's solid. All right, so I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go not the same, but I'm gonna sort of stick with uh, the premise of like something actually that could happen being scary. Yeah. And so, and not that this I suppose this isn't really all that realistic, but still, all right, I'm going with it anyway. Jaws, 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 Jaws is a, is a good one. Yeah, that's a good one for me. Right now, this fucked me up again. These are all traumatizing things for me. I was in first grade at Universal Studios in Los Angeles. My mother took me out there. And I had not I was I was so young. I hadn't seen Jaws yet. 
But when she takes you on the fucking thing, right? Where there's that, if you ever been out there and seen that ride, the little trolley ride thing. And like, yep. first of all, in that ride, like there's a bridge that starts falling down and shit. And yep. I'm like, ma! Like I'm fucking freaking out. <laughs> like, like, I'm gonna fucking die. Like I, I wasn't dropping F-bombs. I was six. But, yeah. you know, I'm like freaking out. My mother's trying to like, no, it's just, you know, it's just, it's pretend, it's pretend, right? <laughs> And so then, like, the bridge comes, puts itself back together, and you go over it. I'm like, oh, my God. So I was, like, losing it already. <laughs> Next thing you know, we're driving around this nice little fucking lake or whatever it is, and this giant shark comes right, and we're at the trolley, like, right where, it, right where I'm sitting. This shark comes flying out of the water. And, and, dude, I was fucked. I don't know how I didn't, like, piss myself. I didn't somehow, <laughs> but, like, I should have. I, I probably was just dehydrated. I don't know. But uh, I just want to interview your mom. Like, yeah, you've never seen Jaws. <laughs> what are you thinking right now? Yeah. So, so this, you know, this is all before I ever saw Jaws. So then, eventually, when I saw Jaws, I was like, I, I don't fuck with sharks. So, right. Brad, Brad can have the swim with sharks. That is not uh, my thing. But sh- Jaws was scary as fuck. And um, <laughs> that's yeah. That it definitely hits the hits the list for me. And you know, shout out to Jaws because Jaws basically like. In spite, like, I don't know if Shock Week even happens if, if it's not for like a movie like Jaws. Like, no, Jaws totally. is phenomenal, and even like the sequels usually get clowned on pretty hard, too. Yeah. But I'm like, I don't care, I like all that stuff, man. Mm-hmm. Like, just like you said, ride the movie, fuck it. Yeah, like, yeah. it's it's a it's a fucking it's that. a shark movie, and this is what's going on. Like, I don't need to sit and look at the shark and be like, man, it's not moving realistic <laughs> enough. Like, who gives a shit, you know? Yeah, that's great. All right, so what do you got? Last pick. Pick five. Pick five is as far away from the point you were trying to get to, but I'm I'm still going with it. Let's go. Um, it's two movies, but I'll I'll give you the one, right? <laughs> the one I'm going to go with is Idiocracy. It's not a horror movie. Wow. But it is scary as fuck because, like, we're not that far off what that movie is getting at. You're it's not wrong. Wild. And the movie I want to duct tape to it because it's really kind of the same thing is the movie Don't Look Up. If you've never seen that yeah, movie, I've seen that. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. That movie is like really they're they're both going out of their way to be ridiculous, and yeah. yet they're not neither one of them is that far off what reality is. And it makes me go, Holy shit, yeah, that's scary. So I, I'm I'm playing with the word scary on you there, but like I buy it though, I like that. It. That's good. That's good, man. I, yeah, because the world is fucked right now, man. <laughs> like we are, we are right. living in a really messed up place. Yeah, like idiocracy. To your point, like went out of its way to be like very over the top. I feel like it was ahead of its time, and now it is like it. Now it almost is its time, which is fucked up. Yeah, and I'm, I, I, you know, I don't. Valerie's into this stuff. She knows things about like actors and you know the the backstories of things and i don't pay attention to that but i'm like i have to imagine that the guys that made idiocracy were like having fun and within 10 years they're like fuck that movie's not that far away from yeah, right well, i think that was mike judge right like i got i just watched office oh, that's space who like, it is. Today. Yeah, last, that's last night and today i ended up watching office space randomly oh, and uh yeah, I love that movie too. But that was, you know, that was kind of like Mike Judge talking about like how the workplace corporate environment is all fucked up and 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 our lives get fucked up by our relationship to work and then and then he sort of had a whole different 
thing to discuss and address in idiocracy. And it didn't, it didn't resonate universally in the same way, but. Right. But yeah, totally. It's, it's but like, if you that. watch that movie as, as absurd as it is, and it, it does, it, it definitely goes too dumb that a lot of people just don't want to watch it. But yeah. if you just watch even like the snippet, like the clips or something like, yeah, there's a lot of that stuff where you're like, we're not that far away from drinking yeah. fountains with Kool-Aid in them yeah. and fucking, yeah. you know, the, one of the greatest scenes in that movie is where the dude basically gets sent to jail or prison. And they're so dumb that he just like talked his way and he walked right back out the front door. Yeah, and they're yeah. like, bye. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Oh, it's fucked, man. It's fucked. There's no yeah. doubt. All right. So my final pick is going to be, uh, it's going to be it. Um, I, I oh, he's gonna seen, love that. Yeah, I haven't seen a ton of scary movies, but that was one I watched that because Caden loves that movie. Caden calls that like um I think it's like number one all-time movie, like loves that movie, calls it like happy place movie. <laughs> yeah, you would love you'd love hanging out with Caden. Caden loves scary yeah. movies, man. Uh, I, I think too, like I got like somehow desensitized to this stuff because like all of those movies I love, yeah, but then you go like I don't know. Like they don't come. I don't think of scary. I just think like that movie's fucking awesome. That yeah, movie's yeah. badass or whatever. Yeah, I suppose so, if you're into it, if you're into it, it's not necessarily like scary. It's just like yeah. fun experience to if you're into that genre. So that's what I told Val. I go and like I know the spirit of what Shaq wants to do yeah. with this draft, but I'm like the shit that scares me is this stuff yeah. over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and that's then great, the funny though. version is like idiocracy and stuff, right. you know and. But there's like a million movies. Like we were sitting at dinner just talking. She's like, tell them about Zombievers and tell them about, you know what I mean? Like we watch some of the most like B-level bullshit movies, you know, oh, and, man. and you go onto like services and you go way deep into their thing and you just pull random shit. They're the worst movies ever. You and I could mm. make a better movie right now. Yeah. Just winging it. And we, we watched one over at the neighbor's house one day. The level of random, it can't even ex explain to you, but then turns out the chick that's in the movie is the niece of Valerie's co-worker. That's how fucking, like, way down the fucking list this movie is. It's just, like, we happen to know somebody who knows the person in the fucking thing. Like, wow. it's crazy stupid. Dude, do you? I just, uh, speaking of, like, just, like, weird, fucked up movies, though, have you ever seen Human Centipede? I have not watched that. That that movie. I mean, you you see it and you get the premise of what it oh, is. And I just gosh. was like, yeah, fuck. I mean, do I oh, really need this in my you life? No, you don't. You don't. No, no, I just didn't. Yeah, I was almost like interested in if you'd seen it and you had a take on it. Oh, dude, that no, was like and, I felt worse. Off, I, I felt worse off as a human being after watching that movie. That's that's kind of what I looked at. I'm like, yeah. that's probably where that's going. And Valerie and I got married on October 30th, so our um our anniversary for a long time is we would go to the theater and watch whatever horror movie was out. And, mm -hmm. um, and actually it was more specifically like the movie saw kept yeah. coming out around yeah. that time for years. And so we would go see saw and then saw two and three and four, whatever. Um, I think somewhere around saw five, it really kind of fell off the wagon. It felt yeah. like a TV show, but, yeah. um, but, the movie Saw, I think, was the birthplace of this. And then it went to, there's a movie called Hostel. Yes. Which, yeah. Same thing. I, I, I imagine Human Centipede's not too far off of some of that, where 
at some point the yeah, whole I think movie it just takes it to a whole different place. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I don't like it because I'm like, 80s horror movies were kind of funny, mm. but they were what they were. And then and like you go back to the 70s, like the best part about 70s horror movies is like they would do shit and then the person would get dragged off screen and you'd hear them screaming. Right. And I've always said what your brain puts to that screaming is way mm. scarier than if they showed it to you. Right, right. But then with Saw and Hostile and I'm probably Human Centipede, they got so good at like making the shit come to life. <laughs> and it was more about like grossing you out or yeah. like it was more gore and morbid. And I told that I've told Valerie for years, I'm like, it just doesn't do anything for me. I'm like, you know, all right, you grossed me out. You cut some dude's fingers off and you're doing this and that. And it's something it's creepy but it's not the same i don't even know the name of the movie but i remember the first like horror movie i caught a glimpse of when i was a kid it was like uh it's all black and white and it was at a circus and all i remember was like at some point the shadow of a person was up against the tent you know Mm. and they showed the knife plunging through the tent and hitting the person and you just Mm. saw blood you know what i mean Mm that's not that graphic right it's the shape of a person and then there's some blood but the screaming and the whatever about it that was way scarier to me than anything hostile could show you with saws against you know limbs and shit like that i don't know it's just feels like cheating yeah no i buy that i like that man it's a good way to think of it there's more skill to it you know it's like the easy way out in a way Right. Like I said, I think your brain, if, you know, when they drag somebody off screen and you like hear metal clanging and you hear screaming, your brain will be like, holy shit, what was the fuck going on over there? That's way more, I don't know, something up there than if you see every bit of it. Now you know there's nothing left. There's no surprise. I don't know. Yeah. Because the unknown is always like so scary, too. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Money. All right. Well, Andy, this has been a fucking blast, bro. Like this is man. Thanks for having me. Uh, Thanks for coming on. Thanks for jumping in. This is awesome. Great, insightful. Just great to to chop it up, brother. So I I just realized five minutes ago, though, I I meant to do better and I didn't. So you're gonna have to put a huge warning on this because I probably said a couple swear words. Fucking who cares? That's that's. No, I know. I know. You know that. I don't know what it, I don't know. One of the episodes you did, like there was like four and somebody's like worried about it. I'm like, Oh, wait till you get a hold of me. <laughs> That's uh, yeah. I, I, uh, I love swearing. It's, it's like a, it's like a pastime for me. So I don't even, I don't even think about it. I just do it. But the one thing I'll say is that it's funny. If, if I were to walk across the street and the neighbors are out with their kids, I have the best filter. I will not swear one time. That's, and uh, but then when drinking, so but if I drink four beers, yeah, and then the kids come over, uh oh, <laughs> because I'm already swearing now and it's hard yeah. to shut that off. But yeah. if I know I'm going into it, I'm really good actually, and better than most, and especially considering how I talk normally, it's kind yeah. of shocking that I can do that. Yeah, I suppose I suppose like I have to have a filter like that also because I'm a teacher in school, you know what I mean? But like right. You get me out. You get me out of work, and uh, yeah, whole different ball game. So I, I, I always remember like somebody saying that like people who swear, um, 
are easier to get along with or something because like it, it's more honest, right? Like it just yeah. it somehow comes off that way. And I always thought like well, that fits me. I'm I'm I don't want to say brutally honest. I think that gets overused, but like I'm not fake, man. Like I right. I suck at small talk. So if if I get with somebody, like yeah, yeah I might slip, you know, and I swear or something. But like you're getting one hundred percent pure me. That's it. I respect that. That's good, brother. Yeah. All right, man. Um, so um, we got the uh, Ross Wars World Tour shirts coming soon. Do you? Um, yeah, they, they should be wrapping that uh, order up. I'll get an update on that when I go back. Um, cool. You let me know. We talked about it. I'm, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. But um, shout out, Andy, helping hook that up, by the way, helping split the cost on that so that we can get these out to everybody. Wouldn't have been able Absolutely. to do that without Andy. So shout out and much respect. And thank you for that, brother. Absolutely, buddy. I appreciate you doing this show, man. It's so cool. I think... I think you're going to find that if you ever get to the end of this group of people, we're all just going to want you to do another lap. So sounds good to me, man. That's yeah. that's like, that's yeah. Like perpetuity. Let's fucking roll, man. Let's right. keep, it's let's fun, man. Cause through. this is, this is the next best thing to like yeah. the Midwest meetup and shit, yeah. which by the way, at some point, I know we're doing a pretty shoddy job this year on the planning side and I feel bad cause I've been really busy. So I barely chirped into that, but yeah. I do keep thinking, man, some years we've it's come up about like could we do one and get a real big group you know what i mean like hmm. maybe could we I, the only place that comes to mind is vegas because vegas is usually a cheap enough flight for a lot of people to yeah. like could we ever have an anniversary type thing at vegas and just be like i know we'll never get everybody but can yeah. we get like a big chunk of the people out there that'd be so fun that would be fun man that would be money because oh. you know and then, like and then everybody's free to go do their own thing too but like yeah. oh, it could be so good yeah but vegas is like a, a fun uh you like you're fucking living wrong if you can't have fun in vegas so like like right. i love i love vegas i don't drink and i don't gamble and i still love vegas like it's just fucking awesome. really yeah. yeah we like to gamble but i'm i burned myself out on it a few years back but like Right now, do I have much interest in going to Vegas? No. But if you were like, hey, next year, Vegas, and we're going to get a lot of rosters people, I'd be yeah. so pumped for that. Yeah, it'd be man. so cool. It'd be fucking awesome. Be yeah, because cool. if you had a big enough group, some of us could go do this, and some of us could yeah. go do that. You could totally. mix it up. You don't have to totally. stay together the whole time. Yeah, that'd be great. Ah, all right. Well, uh, hopefully we'll be able to uh, make this happen for the uh, for the Midwest this year because I'm I'm trying to do that. Oh, so that awesome. supports it. So once, if we figure that out, I'll uh, try and make that work. All right. So I'm gonna we'll, sick we'll, Valerie on those guys. Let's see if we can organize this a little bit. All right. Sounds good, bro. All right, man. I'll talk to you cool. soon. Thanks again for doing this, Andy. Thanks, well, buddy. Bye, see man. You, everybody. See you. Later.